This is Erin Woodruff, and you are listening to the Time is on Your Side podcast, episode 16. Welcome back to Monday, everyone. Hopefully you had a great weekend. I cannot believe that it's August. This year really is going by so fast. It's wild. There are so many things that I want to share with you today, but I think I will probably split some of my thoughts up into multiple podcast episodes over the next few weeks. But today I want to talk about taking time for yourself. Last week, I had such an incredible week. It was so much fun. And today I'm just going to share a tiny little portion of it. Last week, I went to three days of conferences. I had so much fun and I learned so much and I was completely exhausted. On Wednesday and Thursday, I went to a business training event by Jody Moore. It was called Impact 2.0 and it was absolutely incredible. On Friday, I went to the VIP event for the members in Jody Moore's Be Bold program. Jody, on the off chance that you hear this episode, thank you so much. It was a phenomenal event and all of the presenters and speakers did such a great job. There was so much to take away and to learn. And now I even know more where I can grow and that is pretty awesome and pretty scary. One of the biggest things that I kept thinking throughout the entire week as I was there at the conference was taking time for myself. Initially, when these three dates were announced months ago, I was so excited and I kind of was on the fence for a minute about whether or not I wanted to go because for me, it requires finding childcare for Hannah and it's just a lot of time taken away from the time I could be spending in my own business and other things that I might want to be doing in my life. But the more I thought about it, the more I really committed to going to those three days of conferences and being there for myself and showing up. And I can say that it was completely worth the time that I took to prepare, to register, and the time that I took to go and participate and be fully engaged while I was there. So for three full days this week, I was alone. Well, maybe not alone, but I didn't have Hannah with me. And if you have a toddler, you know exactly how nice that is. I didn't have to worry about anyone but myself. And I just got to spend time in my own head and focus on what I wanted. On Friday, in one of the breakout rooms, one of the topics that was discussed was relationships and the power of building relationships, not only with others, but ourselves. The relationship with ourself is the key to our relationships with others. We can only treat others as well as we treat ourselves. The more we love ourselves, the more kind we are to ourselves, the more love and kindness we have to give to others. Building a relationship with yourself isn't something that is taught in school or community or church And most of us have never had it modeled in our lives. So when we talk about self-love, maybe self-care, but just having a relationship with yourself, 
It feels a little bit foreign and maybe clunky if it's never been a priority for you. A really big thing that I think is becoming more commonly talked about is self-love is not selfish. Self-care is not selfish. And more than that, I would add self-care and self-love is not irresponsible. Taking care of ourselves and our needs is critical and necessary. Do you know what the definition of selfish is? Selfish is defined as concerned excessively or exclusively with oneself. If you want to read more about being selfish, the definition actually goes on. And if you truly think that maybe self-care for you or self-love is selfish, go learn a little bit about what selfishness actually is. Because I think what most of us struggle with is just pulling that apart from what actual self-love is and gratitude for oneself and the actions of taking care of ourselves. Self-care is really misinterpreted and confused with selfishness. If you've never taken care of yourself before, then starting practices of self-love and self-care might actually feel very selfish because you have never given yourself that time and attention before. So that's why I think it's easy to confuse self-love with selfishness because it's just a foreign emotion, foreign concepts, foreign actions, especially if you've never seen it before. In contrast to selfishness, self-love is an appreciation of one's own worth and is a basic human need. For self-love, there is no finish line and it's not a one and done. One of the best analogies that I love when it comes to self-love is comparing it to brushing your teeth. Self-love can be understood as mental and emotional hygiene. Just like brushing our teeth, it's not a one and done. We have to keep coming back every single day to do the exact same thing. And when it comes to self-care and self-love, it's the exact same thing. These are repetitive things that we know will fill our cup and be able to give us the time, energy, capacity, and resources to give back to others. If we never take time to take care of ourselves and to figuratively brush our teeth, it's really hard for us to give to others. Self-love is like putting fuel in our gas tank. If we don't, we're completely out of gas. And that's one reason why I think the phrase, I'm just running on empty, circulates so commonly because that truly is what it's like. If you are not taking care of yourself, you are on empty. You have not taken any time to put fuel into your tank. It's really hard to give fuel to someone else when you're out of gas. So think about your favorite things. Maybe it's clothes. Maybe it's your car. Maybe it's a pet, a dog, a cat. Maybe it's your computer. Maybe it's your phone. How do you treat the things that you have when you love them? If you have an animal and you love that little puppy that you have, you take care of it, you feed it, you brush it, you play with it, you snuggle it. 
You adore and shower it with words of affirmation, physical touch, all of the love languages you give to the dog. You really, really take care of that puppy. If it's clothes, if you have something that's really important in your closet, maybe it's jewelry, how do you take care of that one thing? Do you throw it on the ground? Do you drag it through the mud? Do you gently fold it back up, put it where it belongs? Do you store your jewelry in a jewelry box? Do you hang your shirt back up on that hanger? The things that we love, we really take time to care for. You already know how to give love to other things. So all you need to do when we're talking about self-love and self-care is turning it back toward yourself. You know what you need. Stop waiting for other people to fill that need for you. And if there is something that someone else could do, just ask them to do it. They may or may not fulfill your request, but most of the time we can meet all of our own needs. You can buy yourself flowers. Did you know that? Someone doesn't have to give them to you. If you want to buy flowers for yourself, you can. You can go get a massage. You can go get a manicure or a pedicure. You can go shopping. Whatever self-care looks like to you. Go outside. Go hiking. Maybe it looks like taking a nap. You are not a robot and you are also not Wonder Woman. We need things. We need time to rest, time to rejuvenate, and we need time to have fun. Self-care really does matter. The more you take care of your needs, the more you have to give, and your capacity to give will expand. I've already mentioned a few, but for you, what are some of your self-care practices or routines? Do you like enjoying quiet mornings by yourself? Do you have a morning routine? Do you sleep in rather than getting up early? Do you have a coach? Do you sing songs to yourself or do you just listen to music? Something that was mentioned at the conference that I went to was to create an I Love Me playlist. Songs that inspire you, songs that make you feel good about yourself. I haven't created mine yet, but I will. And I'm so excited. Be in nature. Learn how to stand up for yourself. Have your own back. Tell yourself affirmations even when you don't believe them. Because the more you tell them out loud to yourself, the more you will learn to believe them. You will start taking better care of yourself. Having your own back is really difficult, especially if you've never done it before. Especially if the people around you are used to pushing you in whatever direction that they would like. But you need to understand that I need this for me. You can ask them or tell them, I would appreciate it if you would support me with this, but I need it for me and I've got to do it my own way and I've got to take care of myself. Doing actions of self-care lead to self-love. Even if it feels foreign at the beginning, over time, it will become familiar. It will become exciting. It will become comforting and loving and you will start to really know that you are taking care of yourself. The moment that we start practicing self-love, our life will shift. Things will start happening in different ways and we will be really surprised at what happens. You will start to realize that you are taking care of yourself better than you ever have. 
and that it feels good because you're actually really wanting to. My last thought on this topic is you can love yourself even when you don't like yourself. I think we all have those days that we don't necessarily want to parade around as our finest moments, and that's okay. But you can still take time for yourself to take care of yourself, to love yourself, and to do really good things for yourself, even if you're not liking yourself that day. If this seems like a foreign concept, think about your kids. Even on the days that you don't like them, you still take care of them because you love them. And it's the same way with yourself. You can take care of yourself and love yourself even when you don't like yourself in moments, on days, maybe even for longer periods of time. I can promise that as you do take those acts of self-care and self-love, your ability to like yourself will increase. You will like and love yourself. And you will enjoy being around yourself. Spending time with ourselves is something that most people avoid. It's easy to just buffer away. With so many to-dos and with technology, we can just escape from reality, forget about ourselves, and just completely get absorbed to an alternative universe. But I think the most difficult and the most rewarding work that we could actually do for ourselves and our family is to learn how to love and appreciate yourself. If you really don't know where to start, come join me in Time 101. It's a boot camp I'm running next week, Monday through Friday, and it's going to be amazing. Take the time for yourself to come to learn and to start implementing changes that you can make today that will last for a long time and also will create a lasting impact for you and your family. We're going to be talking about time management strategies and the mindset necessary to go along with the strategies so you don't just end up quitting two weeks in. We're going to talk about implementing strategies and routine into your home life, your work life, whatever you have going on. And we're going to talk about maintaining spontaneity and flexibility so you don't have to sacrifice any of the fun that you want to have with your kids, with your friends, or anything like that. We'll also talk about what do you do in cases of emergencies, and how do you shift your time around that. Understanding how you work within time is really important because that's where you are going to find the most benefit in how to build time with yourself and time for yourself. I could go on and on about all of the wonderful things that we're going to cover, but I would love to see you inside the boot camp. You can find more information on my website, erinwoodruffcoaching.com slash time 101. You'll find dates, recording times, and all of the other information. This five-day boot camp could change the way you do things for the rest of your life. And how cool would that be? What kind of an impact would that have long-term if you could change things right now? I cannot wait to see you in there. Go register for the bootcamp. Reach out to me online if you have any questions. I'm more than happy to answer any questions you have about the bootcamp. 
Again, the URL is erinwoodruffcoaching.com slash time 101. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week and we'll see you in the boot camp next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to go to my website, erinwoodruffcoaching.com and grab my yearly planning guide. It's free right now and I can't wait to get it into your hands.